who am I? What am I supposed to do? It's a question that all of us have asked, a question that quite often burns in our hearts. In those still moments when the noise quiets down, when our phone dies and we're left with just our thoughts, we ask the question, who am I? Why am I here? What am I supposed to do? Thankfully, there's an answer to these questions. The truth is found in calling. Now, calling is a biblical concept. The scripture is filled with stories of calling. God calls Abraham to father a great nation. Yahweh calls Israel a people unto itself. God calls Jesus into the desert to begin his ministry. Jesus calls his disciples to follow him. My heart for you listening to this is for you to understand that calling is not just given to the people in the pages of our Bible. Every single one of you have been called by Jesus. You all have a calling. And honestly, what I want more than anything is I just want to see you take hold of that calling, to understand it, to grasp it, to grip it for yourself. Philippians 3, 12 through 14 says this, Not that I've already attained, or I'm already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brothers, I don't count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. Did you catch that? We press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We're all called. And I wanna give you guys some things the Lord has shared me with about calling. The first is in order to take hold of your calling, you have to take your calling seriously. Do you remember the story of Moses in the burning bush? He's a Hebrew baby. The Pharaoh doesn't like Hebrew babies. He wants to wipe them out. So his parents put him in the river in a little baby basket. And he's found by the Pharaoh's daughter. And so he's adopted into the Pharaoh's home, ironically. And he grows up and he lives this charmed life. He's raised by the royal family. But one day he sees one of the armed guards of the Pharaoh oppressing a Jew, one of his fellow countrymen. And he just rages out. He grabs a brick and he strikes the guy down, completely kills him. And he ends up having to run. So he runs into the desert and he's there for 40 years hiding as a shepherd. And during that time, he probably felt like he didn't have a calling anymore. He probably felt like, you know, for, for his entire life, he was living this life where he felt purpose. He's the Pharaoh's son. And now he's out in the wilderness cleaning up after sheep. But in that dark moment in his life, he hears the call of God. The way it happens is very strange. A bush catches on fire and starts talking to him, which is really weird. Um, that's never happened to me, but it happens to Moses. And so he hears the voice of God, it's Yahweh. And he calls to Moses and he says, Moses, I'm calling you to become a part of the great story that I'm telling through the pages of scripture. I'm calling you to free my people. And in this strange moment, there, there's another strange moment. Let's look at the calling of Moses. 
This is Exodus chapter 3, verse 4. God called out to him from the midst of the burning bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, don't come near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. This is another one of those verses that it's so easy for us just to read and skim past and just think, what does this even mean? Holy ground. Honestly, it reminds me of going to like an old person's house and they say, hey, take off your shoes before you come into the house. Is that what's going on here? No. You see, this was a call to Moses from God, for Moses to take God seriously. Now we see that word holy a lot in the Bible. And for me, quite often I've associated it with perfection, but in the scriptures, that word holy, it's in Hebrew, kadosh. And what it means is to be set apart for a purpose. What God was trying to say to Moses in that moment was, Moses, this is not a normal moment. This is a special moment. This is a moment where you're going to connect with the God who created the universe. So take it seriously. I think there's something so huge there that we lose quite often. Because for me and you, if you've grown up in the church, one thing we've been taught is that it is quite easy for us now to pray. And we pray all the time. You know, we say grace before meal. We say, when we get up in the morning, Jesus, thank you for this day. Please bless the day. And quite often, talking to God and being in the presence of God can be something that we don't really take all that seriously because we're just so used to it. It's just such a part of our routine. And yes, it is so important that we don't have this idea of God where he's so distant and we can't reach him and we can't access him so we never even try. No, Jesus, Jesus died. He tore down the veil between us so that we could have easy access to it. But it is so important for us to remember that we do need to take him seriously. We take seriously the things that we care about. The things that you care about in your life, you devote time, energy, and emotion into those things. And for so many young Christians, the sad thing is they don't really devote time, energy, or emotion into discovering their calling because it seems like something that's so unattainable. But guys, calling is something that we should absolutely take seriously. Not taking our calling seriously, it's like existing as a bird that never even tried to fly. The problem is we often don't take seriously what we think we're going to fail at. For instance, for me, I was on the basketball team in eighth grade, uh, but I did not take it very seriously because I was pretty bad. Touched the ball twice the entire season, only shot once, missed. Um, did not take it seriously because I was constantly afraid that I was going to blow it and mess up. And spiritually, in our spiritual life, we can do the same thing. We cannot take our spiritual life seriously. We cannot take our walk with Christ, our calling seriously because we're afraid that we're going to fail at it. I've struggled with this. I've struggled with not taking things seriously in a spiritual way because I'm afraid of failing. For example, when it comes to the issue of healing, I absolutely believe in healing. I think it's a real thing. I think it happens. I actually know people who were sick and God healed them from things like blindness. But for me, the problem that I have is I well, I remember there was this one time where I was with my wife. 
we were at this church conference and the pastor was talking about healing and he was saying he felt like people in the room needed to be healed. And so he invited us to pray for people that we knew who needed healing. And my wife was there with me and my wife was actually dealing with some pretty intense back pain. And so I put my hand on her and I just began to silently pray, Jesus, heal my wife, please, Jesus, touch my wife, Lord, just please fix her back, help her, help her. And I did this for probably about 10, 15 minutes. And after that time, my wife turned to me and she said, hey, honey. And I said, yes. And in my mind, I'm thinking, this is it. She's going to be healed. And she says to me, can you actually take your hand off my back? That's actually making my back pain hurt even worse. And I just felt like the worst failure of all time. And that's often for me why I don't take certain spiritual things seriously, because I'm afraid, because I'm afraid of failing, because I've failed before and I'm scared of failing again. And some of you listening to this, you might be in that place. You maybe haven't even taken time to consider what God is calling you to do because you're scared. You're scared of failing. It's, it's easier just to be a normal, nominal Christian, go to church, read your Bible, and then go on with your life. He's calling each and every one of you to something more. He's calling you to step in to the reality that he's made you and called you for a purpose. I want to read to you guys a verse. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 says, The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Guys, realize that you don't have to do everything perfectly because God works in the imperfections. Stop worrying about trying to get everything right. Trust God to work through your weakness. You are designed specifically for this time and place, and the world needs what you've been called to do. Simple acts of obedience are the building bricks of the kingdom of God. But it all starts with taking your calling seriously. So I'm encouraging you today. Take your calling seriously. Spend some time with Jesus and let him know. Jesus, I don't know what my calling specifically is. I, I don't know the exact things that you're calling me to right in this moment, but I do know that I am called. And I want to take that call seriously. I want you to know that I take that call seriously, that, that I'm honored by that call, that I'm blessed by that call, that I... I'm so grateful that you, the God who created the universe, would be willing to call a human like me to serve you and to follow you with my life. I just want to encourage you, spend that time with Jesus. Come to him with your questions about your calling. Come to him with your doubts about your calling. Come to him with your fears about your calling. Come to him because he wants to give you the answers you're looking for. He wants you to know that you're called, you're chosen, you're loved. And he really does have you in this life for a purpose. Until next time, we'll talk soon.